Welcome to episode 442 of Salcedo Paranormal. And tonight, I'm going to start a series on mythology and the paranormal. As always, you can find all episodes of the show, along with links to social media and other ways to contact me, at the podcast page. And that would be salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O, paranormal. Dot podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. Thank you all for listening, whether you are here for the live uh, podcast recording streams or if you listen on the podcast or YouTube feeds. Or on the Trouble Minds Radio Network, KUAP Digital Broadcasting. There you can hear replays of the show, uh, two episodes every night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right before Michael Strange and Trouble Minds Radio comes on. Also, like to st- thank Michael Strange and also Liam Martin, host of the Exile Minds podcast, for producing the shows and putting them on the radio. If you'd like to support the show, there are some different ways to do that. You can always share the show with others, rate and review the show on your podcast platform of choice. Also, I've written some paranormal fiction and nonfiction books you can find on Amazon. And I have a Patreon page, which will be putting out one episode of the show every month, at least. At least to start with, anyway. Uh, starting in August. And... Uh, all tiers uh, will get the show, so no matter which one you choose, uh, you'll be able to get that extra show, and uh, looking forward to seeing everyone over there. Um, also, if you'd like to just make a one-time donation, uh, that's always okay as well. I have uh, PayPal and Venmo links for that. And uh, all support is always appreciated, never expected. Uh, there are expenses to doing these kinds of shows. Uh, between equipment and uh, research materials, and then travel expenses for uh, going to events such as the Mid-Michigan Paracon. Uh, And that's in Mount Pleasant, Michigan this year, November 4th and 5th. That is a Saturday and Sunday. And uh, I will be going there and looking forward to that and just checking everything out and maybe uh, getting some recordings and uh, then letting you all know about it once I get back home. So, and then sharing whatever I'm able to share. So, um, that covers all that, I think. Um, so I have, uh, been kind of thinking about this for a while, starting this series, um, a couple of series on some topics here. And one of them is this idea of looking at mythological figures and creatures and entities and, and seeing how, um, maybe, uh, their attributes and their abilities and or just th- themselves, how they uh, may um, connect to to present day with the paranormal and all those different things. And uh, I think some maybe may connect more than others, but still it's always amazing to look at these figures and um, and just see what we can find. And I'm going to say right up front that I will most likely be mispronouncing just about every name I come across. Um, 
But uh, so I apologize for that right now. And also, I am by no means a an expert on mythology, so this will just be based on what I I find and uh, some summaries I'm able to to get to through online here. So uh, just um, just keep that in mind. I'm not saying I really know much of anything here. This is just finding some information and uh, sharing my thoughts on it. So. Um, with that out of the way, I think we can get to the, the, uh, material here. So, um, and I'm getting this, uh, the source for the, a lot of this is going to be a website, uh, called mythology.net, I believe. I'll, I'll include the link in the, um, episode description. This isn't text directly from there, but it's basically a summary of that text. Um, thanks to, uh, some... AI tools I've been using recently, thanks to uh, a good friend of the show, uh, Michael Strange, showing me how to do these things and sort of get summaries of things and then use those um, to make shows with and um, just sort of bounce ideas off of and get ideas from. So um, anyway, so this first one here I'm going to talk about, not sure how many we'll get through in one show, we'll see, it's our first time doing this. Um, so the first one here is Anansi, A-N-A-N-S-I, and the summary says, it is a deity and trickster figure from the Ashanti people of Ghana. Uh, he is known as the king of stories and is often portrayed as a spider or a man with spider-like features. Anansi is a master storyteller and can be summoned by those with a gift for stories. Uh, it says he is a child of the earth and the sky and has many children of his own, including, uh, I'm not sure you say that, N-T-I-K-U-M-A, who plays a significant role in one of his legends. It says Anansi is known for bringing stories and wisdom to the world. In one story, he tricks his father into giving him the stories that he had been hoarding. And so, in another, he learns the importance of sharing wisdom from his son. So, it says Anansi is revered as the patron of storytellers and those who live by their wits. And um, so, that's the basic summary here. So, um, it's amazing how often, if you think about it, with the paranormal, it's all, we're always t telling each other about experiences, whether they're our own or others, and um, so we're always, even though a lot of times story implies it's made up, I don't think it, it really is necessarily the case, we're talking about, we're telling stories in many cases, and you'll notice the people that... Uh, there are certain people that tell stories who are amazing at it, and they're able to draw people in. And uh, it's almost like you sort of um, lose yourself. You go into a almost like a trance. And I'm sorry about the airplane sound there, if you're hearing that. Um, and uh, there's, I've, I believe I've even heard of people talking about how 
it seems like spirits and apparitions and different things, and I've had this myself as well, where there are some times where it seems like um, different in different cases, whoever or whatever is around is trying to tell a story in, in different ways, however it can, and ho- however they can. And um, so I, I find that connection interesting. Also, this trickster element. And of course, with trickster, you think, you may think automatically, well, that means bad. But um, I would think it would depend on the situation. Um, and and of what the, what the trick is, and all those different kinds of things. I think it can really play into a lot of different situations there. So um, going back to this uh, this uh, summary I have written up here. Um, so in terms of the paranormal, uh, it, of course, Anansi is known as a deity and a trickster figure. So again, all around the world, you have People that um, believe in these figures that are uh, just immensely powerful and important to them, and um, and they take different names uh, depending on where you're at and who you talk to and everything. Um, but it's um, and it says you're in the summary here that again, just like what I said, deities are often associated with the paranormal. Um, basically existing beyond our regular or normal realm as we know it. But as we know, it is not always such a regular or normal realm based on just countless experiences people have had, including myself, for who knows how long. Uh, Also, the shape-shifting is another thing that you hear about in different uh, encounters where people will see one thing one moment, and then they'll be... Either they'll see the change, or they won't, and then this figure will be something else the next moment. Uh, There'll be something else in the same place where something different was before. So... And that is common among uh, a lot of different sightings of things, Uh, especially when it comes to possible cryptids and or human-like entities with amazing powers to change their shape. Um, also, there is uh, the second point that um, the summary is making here is summoning and gifted individuals. Uh, it says that the text, um, or the information here, it mentions that the that Anansi can be summoned by those those with a gift for stories. So, Again, the ability to sort of perform it almost like a... Ma- if you think of a story, it's almost like a magical ritual. Or at least it can be, in a way. A lot of, a lot of stories are held as, a, as being important um, parts of societies, different societies in the past as well. And uh, so there is this connection, possibly, with the paranormal and the ability to summon and communicate with paranormal entities and again this gets to sort of um, this possible connection to magic and again as I I think I've mentioned before in other shows I think that magic in its different forms can connect to the paranormal 
and maybe cause paranormal things to happen. Um, and but then you have other entities in that world that are also able to do similar things as what um, you can find stories of people doing through different magical rituals as well. Uh, in terms of um, um, manipulation of objects or even people in some cases. Um, just all these different things. So, um, and let me see here. I'm just looking again. This, uh, this ability to, to share a story and then also, um, information through that story, uh, is really important, as I said. Um, let me just get back to this here. Um, lost my spot. Okay. Uh, so it says the idea of having a specific gift or talent, such as storytelling, that allows one to interact with the paranormal realm implies a supernatural or extraordinary element. So again, just like what I described there. Um, and then the, the next thing this uh, summary mentions is that uh, there's this connection and... Um, sort of a transferring of wisdom and mystical knowledge that uh, that Anansi is connected to and, and portrayed as he's portrayed as the bringer of stories and wisdom to the world. And um, wisdom, especially when it's associated with supernatural and mystical knowledge, has long been connected to the paranormal. So there's basically this idea of um, gaining knowledge that can be used um, and gaining it in ways that that normally people can't uh, get it. basically getting it from these other beings and these other realms that other people can't access and that's again something that is in itself paranormal so um, so yeah let me see here I'm looking at the rest of this here I think that's basically uh, all that I have for that that one right there it just mentions in the summary again that there are um, connections between the paranormal and the uh, these different deities and figures in, in mythology and again but if you think of a lot of encounters with different um, paranormal creatures or beings or entities they seem to know more than they should uh, than you would think they, they would in a lot of cases. And again, where do they get that knowledge from? Is it because they're in those other worlds? and uh, Or because they've been here before in different ways? Um, they've, they've watched sort of um, who knows how many years of, um, of life here on, on Earth go by and uh, maybe have knowledge because of that that most people don't have on their own because of the average lifespan of people. So anyway, that's the first one I had here. So I think that I do have time, based on that, for um, to go over one more figure here. And uh, so let's see. Thank you all for being here, and I hope you all enjoy this. This is um, I've never really done anything like this before as far as such a, a long um I tried to tried to come up with like a long series of shows on, on a certain topic before like this so I'm I'm um 
I admit I was I I I am kind of nervous about this, but um seems to be going okay. And uh yeah, so let me get on to this next figure and I think I'll I have a couple here, but I think I'll go with this next this one here. Um and this is one that a lot of people I'm sure have heard of. Um and that is the Banshee. So let me get to that. I'm skipping one here to do this, so I gotta scroll down a little bit. Okay, so uh, according to the summary here, the Banshee is a mythical creature from Ireland known for its eerie wailing that foretells death. It can appear as an old hag or a beautiful woman and is often associated with sadness and tragedy. Banshees serve specific families and are attracted to wealth and nobility. They have the ability to predict death, and their wail is a powerful message that can be heard for miles. The origin of the Banshee can be traced back to real women called Keeners, who are hired to grieve at funerals. Banshee lore has been present in Irish, Scottish, and Norman literature uh, since the 14th century. And the Banshee continues to be a popular figure in modern culture, appearing in movies and TV shows. So, um, and so this, this is something you hear about even to today. Uh, in some cases, people report uh, sightings and or just the sound um, of this wailing that, uh, from, a, from a distance or even from nearby. But then, in a lot of cases... When they when people go to investigate, there's no one there. And then, in some but not all cases, there is an event, whether it's a death or, um, in some cases, more of just uh, um, unfortunate events that happen uh, around that time. So, um, and apparently, this uh, the this uh, summary mentions here that. This transformation from an old hag to a beautiful woman uh, demonstrates a connection to shape-shifting. Again, something else that has happened, or that happens in a lot of folklore and stories of uh, encounters, even. Again, so uh, we've already gone over that, so I won't uh, do that again right now. But uh, and just in, in terms of the sound, now this um, this wailing can be heard for miles in some cases and i wonder how often um i don't know it seems like you it would take a lot for that to happen um maybe imperfect in certain conditions sounds i know sounds can travel but um if it's just one person's voice and they're far enough away you would think that you might not be able to hear it or at least not very well and but people do report hearing these voices and again, maybe the reason why people don't always see this figure is that even though it sounds like they're right nearby, um, maybe they're not, and it's just sounding like they are. And again, who knows if it, it's also more of a psychic thing um, as well. I think that's also possible. So, um, so yeah, that's basically it for that one. So uh, let me look at uh, this other one I had here. And see how uh, how long this one is. Actually, I think I can fit it in. 
So um, this next figure I'll talk about here, and these are all basically mythological creatures and or beings um, from throughout time and, and the world. So uh, this next one is known as bah- Bahamut. Bahamut? I'm not sure. B-A-H-A-M-U-T. And uh, this uh, creature is also known as Behemoth from Arabic and Hebrew mythology. And it's described as an enormous fish that supports the world and has unimaginable size and strength. And this isn't the first creature I've heard of before that is said to... And I can't think of the details, and I haven't encountered it yet anywhere as far as... I haven't looked into it yet, but I've heard of other creatures that are similar. Um, and it's said to interact with other creatures, um, mythological creatures. It's uh, It appears in various sources, including including ancient cos- cosmography, cosmography uh, 1001 Nights, and also the Bible. That's interesting. Uh, it says the creature has also made an impact in popular culture, particularly in the well, in video games. So, uh, mentions that there could be real-life inspirations for these figures, such as uh, hippos, apparently, and uh, different dinosaurs as well. Uh, so, and so according to what I've found here, this uh, this creature is. Um, let me see here. It inherently connects to the realm of the paranormal, according to the summary here. Um, and that is because there are different, um, basically, beings known in, in the paranormal world or in mythology that are um, basically described as being so big or strong or um, anything so extreme in their own way that they're they can't physically exist, supposedly. Um, and yet they're said to be major parts of almost reality in a way. And, um, and in this case, it's a fish that supports the world. So uh, that's, again, showing how strong it is. And you, and you hear about people who have encounters with um, forces or entities that seem to be just everywhere this general sense of being almost surrounded by one um consciousness or 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 presence so um cosmography refers to the study or representation of the universe and when it's in um applied to ancient times it involves mystical or mythical elements and uh so, and again, that's just going back to these ideas people have of um, sort of these forces that are unseen, but maybe in different ways felt, and maybe in some cases seen in rare rare experiences. So, um, and again, this is something, that idea is something that exists still today uh, with um, basically these figures being included in video games and other other things like that. Uh, as characters where they can be described, even though I'm guessing it's still a basic image or a basic version of 
what the actual mythological stories say they are. So, um, but that's all I have for that. Uh, again, I think just uh, that'll probably pop up more, I'm sure, as we go through more of these creatures and entities. This idea of these different forces that literally hold up the world. So, uh, thank you all for listening, and I will talk to you all in the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care. <laughs>